Welcome to Healthcare Du Jour, where we dish up and digest the latest in healthcare. For the next 30 minutes, sit back as we bring you insight, commentary, and discussion on trending topics to the table, all expertly served up by our host and his guests. Healthcare Du Jour is brought to you by Carium, the telehealth platform enabling healthcare's digital transformation, helping you care for people within the fabric of their daily lives. Now, here's your host, Matt Fisher. Welcome back, and thank you for joining as we dive into the hottest topics in healthcare. I'm your host, Matt Fisher. On the menu today is Alan Tam, Vice President of Marketing at Actium Health. Alan, welcome to the show. Thanks, Matt. Really happy to be here. Yeah, no, so it's great to have you on because this is part of the host-to-host series that Healthcare Now Radio is um, running. Uh, so it's great to be able to connect with yet another host on the network. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I've really enjoyed working with the Healthcare Now Radio family. And, um, you know, I'm really excited about the audience and uh, what we're doing. So looking forward to doing more with healthcare now. Yeah. So kind of before we get into the main part of our conversation, I always like to give my guests a chance to provide more of an introduction in terms of who they are and what they do. So Alan, the floor is yours. Sure. Thank you so much, Matt. Um, I think first of all, uh, you know, even though I'm VP of marketing here at Actium Health, I think I've been a lifelong student of marketing. Uh, Marketing to me is something that's uh, super interesting. It's the intersection of data, science, and art, really. Um, And I enjoy all aspects of that. Um, I think where I am now, uh, building and running marketing at Actium Health has been a culmination of kind of where I came from, um, coming up through product marketing and, um, you know, focusing on the messaging and positioning piece um, and being about spent almost a decade in MarTech. And I couldn't be more thrilled to actually leverage all that experience and um, expertise to now really help healthcare marketers um, in probably the most important time um, in, in healthcare history to help them you know, reach and engage patients because I think they have a huge opportunity there. So with that background you just gave, what brought you over into the healthcare industry? Um, well, I think we're all born into healthcare, (laughs) um, you know, and that's kind of the, the, the first step, but, you know, you know, as, as we think about that more and, you know, as we continue to exist and grow and whatnot, you know, we manage healthcare for ourselves, our family, our loved ones, our friends. Um, and for me, I joined a healthcare organization in 2018 through, you know, a friend that I had. Um, and it was timely because I think during that time, around those years in the late teens of, of uh, the 2010s, is really where the focus of healthcare shifted more towards, I'll call it front of the glass uh, aspect of, of healthcare, right? Um, which is the operational piece, the marketing components, and really how to expand the brand's presence in front of the glass, right? Not just about me as patient when I need uh, the care and support, but also me as a patient when I'm not on campus, not within the four walls of, of the doctor's office. And that was something that I found to be super exciting for, for myself and to really just help make things easier for not only, you know, my family and loved ones, but um, within the industry as well. Yeah, so still being relatively new to healthcare, you know, kind of what are the differences or similarities that you've seen from 
your previous non-healthcare marketing experience to now being within the healthcare industry? Yeah, I think fundamentally we're all the same, right? Marketers and marketer at, at heart. I think one of the biggest assets that healthcare marketers have is really the enormous set of data um, that they have access to. I can't imagine what other industries would do to get the type of data that healthcare marketers have. I think the biggest challenge is really around how to utilize that data. Um, and so the the challenge for the healthcare marketer is like there's regulations, there's there's compliance. Um, but the fact is, if you think about who owns the brand experience, who owns the customer, it doesn't matter if you're in healthcare or retail or travel hospitality, it's about building that brand and that relationship with the client. So from that perspective, I see a lot of similarities about how do we fulfill the mission statement of, of the health system? How do we fulfill the uh, initiatives that we set about. Um, and, you know, from that perspective, I think, I think it's the same. If you equate marketing in healthcare to marketing across the other industries, it's also about um, how do I get my healthcare consumers and my patients engaged with the brand? And I think this is where, you know, it's a little bit different where healthcare marketers struggle a little bit um, in terms of activating patients and driving patient volume into a health system, um, you know, in any other industry, um, the marketer's responsibility is really just bring me the best leads, if you will, to my storefront. It could be a digital storefront. It could be an experience. It could be a product. Healthcare marketers have the, have the same goal. Um, but in many cases they, they struggle with it from how do I do it? And by default, everyone gravitates towards new patient acquisition or find me the new customers. But we all know as marketers that it's much easier to market to existing clients than it is to go find new clients. It's also a lot cheaper. And I think this is the area that um, is very exciting to me um, here at Actium Health, but also as a healthcare marketer, it's like, wow, I didn't know I can do that. But the challenge is, how can I do that? And while other industries have figured it out, I think this is somewhere that's really new and fascinating and undiscovered yet still um, for, for healthcare marketers. So how do you see other you know, folks or yourself even taking advantage of those opportunities? And you know, kind of what are some of the, the strategies that you've been working on? Yeah. So, you know, as with, you know, when I first started this conversation, I said, you know, marketing is the intersection of data science and art. Right. And the biggest challenge uh, for healthcare marketers has been really the data and the science piece of it. I think the art is there. You know, there's this cliche saying in marketing about delivering the right message to the right person at the right time. Um, and that's true. But for healthcare marketers, it's finding that right person, I think, becomes the biggest challenge. They already have the right message. Right. And I think that's if you're sitting in front of your doctor, it's not like the doctor doesn't know what to say to you. The challenge for healthcare marketers in the health system is find me the patients to deliver this message to. Right. Um, they have all the messaging that they need to talk to a diabetic patient, a person that has high risk for cancer, et cetera. But where the one piece that they're missing is it doesn't apply to everyone. Right. It doesn't, if, if 
Matt, if you're not diabetic, there's no point of me sending you a communication about diabetes, right? Or if you don't have loved ones that have diabetes, it's about finding that right message that engages you at the right point of care based on who you are, right? And if we equate this to, say, travel and hospitality, if United Airlines knows that Alan really likes to go to Hawaii in the summertime and he really likes tropical vacations, that's what they're going to market to me. They're not going to market to me about a trip to Iceland in you know the, the, the middle of winter because that's not what Alan is interested in. And so I think healthcare has the opportunity to follow the same lines of understanding each of their patients' journeys and conditions and making sure that the communications when they're outside the campus also resonate with the patient to guide them along the journey. Because 90, honestly, 99% of our healthcare journey is off campus, right? It's not within the health system. It's how can you know you as a brand and a, as as a physician guide me through the uh, my healthcare journey when I'm not directly sitting in front of you? Yeah, so it sounds like it really goes a lot to to you know kind of knowing who each individual is, and I think you're kind of you're definitely saying that. Yeah, you know, so but is there a, a unique challenge to healthcare because there is so much variety, or is that kind of a self created uh, challenge? And you know you can make it compare to other industries, you know, using your example of air travel, you know, probably most people are going to have different travel preferences, Um, you know, obviously kind of different stakes involved, but you know, know, kind of going back around to the question of, you know, are those, you know, kind of that multitude of personas that you're trying to target and viewing that as, you know, insurmountable or something unique to healthcare, is that a self-created perception? Um, I don't think it's a self-created perception per se i think it's the it's a challenge of how the uh, health system and our healthcare industry here in the united states has been um built up and you know the infrastructure is not set up properly for healthcare marketers to succeed in today's modern um environment there's a lot of data silos um and so being able to con- consolidate those data silos and to make sense of the data so that the right communication can go out. That's hard. Um, If you look at a health system today, um, if you're familiar with EMRs, electronic medical records um, systems, there's CRM systems, there's population health systems, there are, you know, claims data, insurance information. How do I make sense of all of that? Is it even possible to make sense of all of that? And it's not. It's it's really hard. Um, but you know, today there's technology that's AI driven out there that can help with consolidating all these data silos to make sense of billions and billions of rows of data to make super accurate predictions and build propensity scores so that you can do that type of outreach. And so that's the piece that I'm excited about. And I want to educate and share with the rest of the healthcare marketers who are out there that this is something that is that, that makes it possible today. Um, otherwise, it's, it's hard and it's disjointed. You have your 
um, population health folks who have care gap files and they pound the phones and call the patient. And, you know, if you're on the bottom of the list, you may never get that call. You have the marketing team putting up billboards and trying to do email campaigns. And so you're talking past each other and it sends a confusing message to your healthcare consumers, or they may say, you know what, we can't coordinate this. So we're not communicating at all, which has been, you know, brought forth in a couple of the survey reports that we've did, but also experienced by many of us with the onset of the pandemic in terms of where did we get our news from? And disappointingly, a lot of times your healthcare system is kind of the last area where you got information on what you should be doing and where you should get your vaccines. And kind of the challenges that you're describing there of you know, the difficulty of you know, coordinating a you know outreach or getting the right information out there. You know, arguably that just sounds a lot like kind of the broader concerns that are raised about healthcare. Of, you know that it's difficult to in, you know, proactively engage with the with your patients or you know, be able to coordinate care. You know, so I guess, is it fair to say that, you know, a lot of, you know, it almost seems like the, a lot of the marketing that you're talking about is really just, you know, trying to enhance and improve basic communication with, with that patient population. So not necessarily to push a new product or service, but really just to get a dialogue going. Right. I think it's about connecting the message to the right person at the right time. Not so much you know, you don't need to build that message. You already have that message. The messages that uh, these healthcare systems have, they already have. They have it for their, you know, new uh, patient acquisition strategy. But it's a matter of delivering that message that they already have to the right patient at the right time. So if I know that, hey, Alan's going to be turning 50 and he needs to get his colonoscopy, maybe the right time to reach out to Alan is, you know, at, you know, a month before he turns 50. Right. So that he can go in and schedule that appointment. And I know that, you know, out, you know, the most effective outreach piece is maybe via SMS because it's highly interactive and it's more personal and it's more direct. That way, um, Alan's going to have a higher likelihood of booking that appointment. Um, so those are the things that um, I think are are available to to healthcare marketers today. And it's just about you know, just, just leveraging that they have the information and, you know, the biggest challenge is the right audience. And this is something, you know, going back to your earlier question about, you know, relating it to other industries as a marketer, it always starts with the audience. That's the hardest piece. Once you find the right audience messaging, you can do messaging testing, you can do anything that you want, but finding that right audience is hard. But I think with the technology that's out there today, how do I find the right audience? How do I communicate with patients or healthcare consumers who are at the highest risk, who need the most care um, versus, you know, someone who is super healthy and may not, may not need the care. And that's the challenge that I think uh, is the biggest challenge that's facing healthcare marketers today. And it's an interesting way to frame the challenge. And, you know, I think, as you said, finding that right audience is definitely very important. And for those of you just joining, I'm talking with Alan Tam of Actium Health. We're talking about a lot of the you know, marketing opportunities and challenge within healthcare. And you're know, kind of going back to what you're just talking about Alan, around that challenge of finding the audience. You know, could you just describe maybe some of the technology that you've also been referencing that is helping with that refinement 
And then it sounds like possibly feeding into the development of effective outreach strategies. Sure, absolutely. And that's, um, you know, it, they, I think every health system has a gold mine. And that gold mine is their EMR or their EHR, where all this information uh, about each and every single patient um, is housed, right? Their prescriptions, their procedures, their encounters, there's allergies, um, claims information, demographics, et cetera. And there's technology out there um, like Actium Health that can harness all of this data and find unique insights and correlations to develop things like propensity scores and predicting when patients um, are going to need care. Um, and so leveraging that data source, I think, is something that is a newer concept for healthcare marketers, because I think if we look back five, six years ago, um, it wasn't an option, right? There's HIPAA compliance, there's all these rules and regulations, but now that technology is there to abstract some of that uh, privacy uh, concerns out, healthcare marketers can now build a list of target audiences and deliver that right message out to that audience, a highly qualified list of audience of these are the people who are most likely. These are the people who are uh, um, at highest risk. These are the people who are going to be booking uh, the appointments for preventive screenings for care and, and so forth. Yeah, no, and I think kind of, as you just said, the, the, these tools are able to help operate within the bounds of the compliance requirements and, you know, kind of implicit in that statement, it sounds like it's, you know, it helps you to recognize all that can be done, even with um, what are viewed as potentially, you know, restrictions that hinder the ability to engage in effective marketing. Correct. And, and I hate to use this analogy, but, you know, as a healthcare marketer, if you've done social marketing, if you use um, Facebook or Instagram as a channel to reach your audience, it's the same thing. Why are those giants such giants? Right. It's about helping the marketer find that right audience. You need to see that Matt is in the audience and Alan is in the audience, but it's about these are the characteristics I'm looking for. And here are the patients uh, to deliver that message. And in a sense, technology today, like Hackium Health, is delivering the same thing of intelligently generating this audience uh, for you to deliver your message. Yeah, no, and I think it's, you know, that all just goes to not trying to impose restrictions on yourself, but, you know, kind of going back to what we've been talking about of finding the right way to deliver the good content and the good messaging that you have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think, as you've been saying, there are a lot of those tools and data that are available that enable that identification. And, you know, if you go through a thoughtful process of developing your strategy, you're going to find that it can be, you know, very highly effective. Yes, um, absolutely. And, you know, we've done, you know, I'm going to go back to our server reports, and this is something that the healthcare consumer is craving for, right? We've done a server report last year, we did one again this year, and um, it continues to grow in terms of um, what healthcare consumers want from their providers is guide me through this journey. You know, help me. I'm not. I'm not a medical professional. You have all this information. Why aren't you helping and guiding me through the process? 
And, you know, sometimes we talk about, you know, the financial advisor and we relate to the health advisor, if you will, right? If you're my financial advisor and you know the stock market's going to tank, I would expect you to call me and say, hey, Alan, you should probably rebalance your portfolio, um, you know, to protect yourself, right? That's what I pay a financial advisor for. But how come it's not like that? In, in healthcare, where you have even more information about my health, or you know that my kids have a peanut allergy. How come you're not reaching out to me? Like, hey, Alan, did you know there's new uh, research and development in uh, peanut allergy for kids? You may want to check out XYZ. Or, you know, Alan, I know you're, you're, you have high cholesterol and you're at risk for, um, you know, high blood pressure or, you know, heart disease. So we highly recommend that you know, you come in for a screening of some sort. These are the types of communications that I as a healthcare consumer want, right? Because you know my history. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a medical professional. And I think in the absence of that, what's funny is that we've all, we've, our, our first point of healthcare is Google. And that's, scary and sad because I know we all rat hole down. Oh my gosh, I have a brain tumor. I'm going to die tomorrow. Right. Because we're not, we're trying to assess ourselves, but it wouldn't be nice if our health advisor has ability to help us and put us on, on the right path there. And kind of connecting that more broadly to hopefully where the healthcare industry is going, you know, do you see you know, the growth of value-based care and you know, kind of correlated with that, the growth of preventative care fueling a desire to tap into those, um, those aims when it comes to communication and engagement? Yeah, and I think those you know, value-based care and preventive screenings are a fantastic place to start. Those are really the entry points for a lot of health systems in terms of um, you know, referral revenue and growth and downstream uh, revenue. And then, but from a patient perspective, it's, you know, these are your gateways into the care journeys that you need. Um, no one's going to call up, you know, your, the, the hospital randomly say, Hey, I got to uh, schedule a uh, heart bypass, right? It doesn't, doesn't work that way. It kind of, you know, you've got to start at the front door. And, you know, there's been a lot of investments that have made since the pandemic has started with investments in digital front door technologies, online scheduling, chatbots, better accessibility on, on their website. Now is the time to invest in, great, how do we drive traffic to those investments? You've built, you've built an amazing storefront. You've built an amazing call center. How do we get traffic to those investments? such that patients can start being activated and we can start driving the volume of patients to come in. Yeah, no, and I think a lot, a lot to consider there. And, you know, as we're starting to get you know, kind of close to the end of our time, I do want to make sure that um, we, we make sure to talk about your show on the network. Uh, so that way people can be sure to tune in. Uh, so I believe it's called Hello Healthcare. So can you kind of tell me, you know, what's the goal with the show and, you know, what can people expect when they're listening? Absolutely. So Hello Healthcare, we're in season two, very excited about it. And the goal of Hello Healthcare is really to educate and to share amazing stories uh, from folks in the industries, thought leaders in the industry, um, insights of how healthcare and different folks are basically delivering care 
um, to their audiences. Um, there's unique insights and case studies, amazing speakers um, in us to motivate, inspire, and help people think more about the healthcare consumer and how they can reach those folks. And so I know you just said it's going to be coming into a second season. So um, you know, how long has the or how long was that first season and um, you know how much content is there for people to check build check out? Yeah, and first our first season kicked off uh, August of last year. Well, I think we did 10 episodes in season one and this is our second season. Um, releases are every other week. Um, we highly encourage you to go to hellohealthcare.com or you can go to acronymhealth.com slash hellohealthcare. Um, we have uh, amazing speakers like Dr. Paul Keckley um, to uh, the vice president of marketing from Virtual Health, uh, Ryan Younger. We have some amazing uh, new episodes that are coming that includes actually a state senator. Um, so very excited about uh, you know the future upcoming um, healthcare podcasts and you know. I highly recommend you check it out. So what's your favorite part about uh, hosting? Um, so I haven't hosted to date yet. Um, we've had a gentleman, uh, amazing podcast hoster by the name of Chris Hemphill. Um, he has been the face and the voice of Hello Healthcare. Um, next season in season three, we're going to switch things up and um, I'll be taking the reins uh, to in terms of driving some of those interviews and uh having even more interesting conversations. So stay tuned for that. More to come. Um, we think you're going to be super amazed and excited about season three. It's a fair enough. So then, you know, as you're gearing up to be doing your recordings, um, you know, kind of what are you most looking forward to about becoming the new voice for the show? I think having interesting conversations and continuing to share and educate um, these amazing stories that are happening in healthcare. You know, the the podcast show for us has been an amazing channel to share ideas um, that inspire and motivate folks uh, to make healthcare better. And, you know, that's that's really the goal of Hello Healthcare is how can we work together to inspire and make healthcare better for all of us? It's such a critical part of all our lives. And I know when for those of us that go into healthcare, our goal is to improve those patient outcomes and to make it easier for us to manage our own care journeys and those for our loved ones. So really hoping that, you know, this is making the impact to help all the smart people out there deliver what we as healthcare consumers deserve. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. There is so much value being able to just have so many of these different discussions and um, provide different things for folks to be able to think about. But you know, now as we're almost out of time, um, you know, just one final question. You know, based on you know, kind of the totality of our conversation, you know, what's your favorite part about being involved in the healthcare industry now? Um, it's cliche, but truly making that impact and seeing the technology uh, that's put in place. Whether I get the right text from a healthcare provider or the right communication. Um, or just making part of my healthcare journey easier, whether it's scheduling an appointment or reaching out to my doctor. It's it, things are accelerating so fast. Um, and when you get to see and experience it, um, not only for yourself, but you know, for, for others, that's it's something that's super rewarding for me as a marketer is to see the direct impact 
that you can have fun on the patient. And there's there's no greater feeling than that. Yeah, phrasing it that way, that being able to see that direct impact is you know extremely powerful. Um, but unfortunately, as I said, believe it or not, we are already out of time. I want to thank my guest, Alan Tam, for a great conversation today. Matt, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone listening. Keep the dialogue going and connect with me at hashtag H-C-D-E-J-U-R-E. I'm Matt Fisher. Until next time.